folks. Welcome to Young About Pate. I am Carl Hess. With me, as always, Joel Miller. Ayo! Uh, coming in hot. Com- no, literally. I'm literally, all black. It's warm and you're in warm. your uniform of all I'm black. Not, I'm not perspiring, though. I feel pretty... You look cool and collected. I look good. I feel good. I, you know why? It's because I got my hair cut. At the Westerner. Shout out to the Westerner, ago, looking I took fresh. A, took off about like four inches on my hair. You got to do it. Took off a couple inches off the beard. Summer cut, you know? You got to stay trim. Got to stay I, lean. I really do. Wife doesn't like it, but you know what? It's not about her. Your beard still looks strong. You hear that, honey? It's all about me. <laughs> she definitely does not listen she to this podcast. She does not listen to Absolutely this no, no way. It's not about murder, so she doesn't want right, to listen exactly. to it. Right, we exactly. Could, we could play it up to get some true crime talk, fans. I, guess we, I mean... I think we did the Zanku chicken stuff, right? We yeah, about that we, we'll, talk about Zan- other, we'll talk about we'll talk about Zanku family murders. murders are there. Um, you're coming in hot off visiting storied spaceship restaurant Vespertine last night. Uh, goth- gothic spaceship restaurant, <laughs> noted spaceship restaurant Vespertine. Yeah, when we were sitting down, when we were sitting downstairs because you sit, you come in, you sit in the garden area. We were sitting there, and they're warm. They're heated seats, like heated marble seats. Why? I don't know. Frankincense was, was everywhere. Is it cold? I don't know. Actually, it was kind of chilly. I the getting... air was thick with incense smoke. I could barely see what I was eating. Yeah, it and, was delicious, uh, though. Um, we were just like we were sitting out. We were sitting there, and it was just like I was like, I looked over at at Dave I was dining with, and I was just like, so when we go upstairs, like, do we greet him as like your excellency or Let like the we... ceremony begin? Yeah, I know. Do not look Jordan directly in the eyes. No, he actually like, as soon as you get upstairs, like you go to, you sit outside and like they ask if you want something to drink. We opted to get glasses of champagne Ooh. Uh, as one does. Um, they're like, would you like still or sparkling water or champagne? And we're like, well, obviously we want sure, champagne sure. because we're classy individuals. Right. And so we got our champagne. We go up there. We go up through an elevator, which I honestly was hoping it was more like Star Trek where you stand in like a pod and then all of a sudden like your atoms dissolve and then you're reconstituted into the, into the upstairs area. Was there a cool sound that the so elevator So I'm putting like, a one, one star Yelp review tomorrow for it. <laughs> no, no, no. So we went up there and he like actually he greets you. He stands there and he greets you and he remembers Dave and myself before. Right. Be- being food luminaries as you are. As, as, one, as one is. And uh, he does, and he like, explains everything, and blah blah blah. And he's, their their coats, their like chef stuff, right. all of it. They look like uncircumcised penises. It's kind of like a Sith gear. It, yeah, it looks like, like Sith gear. They have like bit? this. It's like it almost. It looks like they like if they were in snow, they could cover right. their mouth. They have a cowl, yeah. a built-in yeah, cowl. It's a built-in cowl. It's a tactical cowl. It's like a dicky cowl, <laughs> something like that. It's reinforced. Tactical yeah. cow. But then you go upstairs, and then you go upstairs, and you sit in like the lounge where you have snacks, and you have like some welcome, like uh, some welcoming like drinks. So this is the second zone. You're outside drinking so you're champagne out- on heated marble. Oh, you and you're in an elevator. And you're, you're in a lounge. Then you're in an elevator. Right? You greet Jordan. You see the kitchen. You walk upstairs to the lounge. You right, have. But does every guest get that treatment, or because you're a chef? Yeah, yes. And no, you no. Know- every every that's part of the entirety of the experience. Okay. You're, you're so he greets everyone personally. He greets absolutely everyone personally. For our listeners who don't know about Vespertine, it is a a um, very expensive and high design restaurant by Chef Jordan Kahn. The, it's housed in a spaceship-esque building that was built specifically for the restaurant, I believe. Um, yes. They, so this this architect, I forget what his name is. Like some um, famous guy. Uh, Frank Lloyd Wrong. 
So let's say. Boo, boo. Boo. That's not my best Terrible work. Joke. That was not my best work. It's but very this, spiky and imposing. No, but like, so that entire area. If like the Hayden, Sauron the, that, ran a PR firm, yeah. it would look like this like, building. Like the Hayden Tract area is all designed by this one guy. Okay. So there's lots of like jagged, like Tommy Hayden. Something like that. Yeah. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Hayden. Johnny Utah Hayden. Johnny Hayden's um, Tract. Yes, exactly. And so he designed that. And like you greet him, you go upstairs, you have welcome cocktails, you have the... You have a, a real event, which is basically just like the best white wine spritzer mm. I've ever had. Ned Flanders would go spritzers wild. Spritzers are back, baby. Spritzers are, all spritzers is back. White Claw, that's the new thing. Yeah, but that's seltzer. No, uh, it's, it's, it's effervescent water. Dude, who is bankrolling White Claw? First of all, I think it's the Genius. same company as Zima. Genius, by the way. So before we went, Dave and I pounded two oh, White Claws. No. in the car? No, 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 at his house. <laughs> no, we pounded White Claws and at as the As you do to get ready for a... For a, uh, a dinner that I don't show up to any atoms. important event unless I'm three white claws in. If dude, if you're okay, so they are dangerous because they just taste like water. They don't taste like anything. I don't else. think I've drank a full white claw. I've definitely sipped some, and I it's definitely good. I don't see me. I don't see myself getting fully into white claw lifestyle. No, no, you can't. It's impossible. It's something that you have like. What are you talking about? Fun. There's tons of people who are fully devoted. Oh no, themselves like to white yes, I know lifestyle. the claws law and all that other shit. What? I, I don't even know about that. No, well, you're claws not. You're, you're not ingrained in claw claw fucking fortunes like I, I am. I'm glad that I'm not. Their their stock must be rising. In any case, we still have the white claw. The market's crashing right now, but white claw stock is but through we, the roof. So, so we had snacks, and the snacks were really good. I actually think the snacks were the highlight of the meal. Okay. I saw some of these on your stories. Why yeah. don't you take us through some of these snacks? Uh, so it. First, you start with a. Uh, they, it's basically like they have like uh, driftwood on the table, and right. there's like kelp. You and, like, think stuff. it's driftwood, but it's actually compressed sesame. Mm, right. Essence. No, this is actually driftwood, but uh, oh, draped on it were driftwood. actual like they were um, like kelp and like seaweed uh, crackers, and then they brought out a emulsion of. It was like an emulsion of uh, chickpeas with some other stuff. It was gray, and then it was covered. So crackers in that, and hummus. It was chips and dip, and so th- th- that's what you had. It was really, really tasty. The second course was like this thing, and it came out, and it looked like a volcano, like a small volcano. And then you se- They're stealing plays right out of Benihana's yeah. book, dude. And then you separate it, and in each side is a yeast cracker Damn. with uh, some kind of spread. It was if the, I was Benjamin was Hanna, I would have my legal team but- on the line forthwith. <laughs> It's so funny because it's just what what's his name? Something Aoki? It's Steve Aoki's it's dad. Steve Aoki's dad. Um, Mr. Aoki. Mr. It's Aoki. Mr. Aoki. You call Please, him Mr. Mr. Aoki. Aoki. Is my father. No, and then and then we had the honestly the best bite was one of the snacks of, of the entire night that I had. It was a snack and it was a, a black garlic leather rolled around deep fried milk bread that wow. was like fried so much that the inside of the milk bread became creamy. Wow. The outside almost had a char flavor to it, and then it was covered in like dehydrated something uh, trumpet mushrooms that Jesus. were cut out to look like little like points and it tasted no joke like what barbecue and sushi want to be together tex wasabis would benefit from eating there that's what it was like it was looked like a hand roll and you guy fieri it, and wishes tasted, tex wasabi could reach this level oh, of he, flavor he definitely mention of flavor town no, you're all you're in the flavor dimension right now right, exactly it's not even a town yeah. it's a fucking what's, dimension what's, what what did superman put general zod in in that like orb in it's that a orb. flavor it's, it's a basically a, that a prism yeah space it's prism of flavor like a, a flavor space prism <laughs> um and then we had some we had some other stuff too there dinner was very good. Okay. It, there was very good. How many courses is it? It was like 20, something like that. And okay. we did the full wine pairing as well. Okay. And we also got 
I, I, like halfway through the meal, I was like, because you know they're pouring you about two ounces per sure. per course, and that's a that's a good Classic amount. Classic wine pairing. But we we're just like, hey, can we see a wine list? Because like we want to get a bottle of wine too. So I got a delicious bottle of Sauvignon. Nice. And it was lovely, Very and nice. it paired well with the rest of the courses. I um, this goes well with black garlic leather. But like they made like they made like their own kombucha. They had like kombucha as like a pairing for a course. They had a lot of different things. It wasn't just wine pairings. Okay. The, and the pairings, I like that. the pairings were very much a highlight of the entire meal. Um, I think for me, it got a little too sweet as it went on. Like the, there was an overarching sweetness mm. in the entirety of the mm. meal, um, where I wanted things to be a little bit more savory when they were sweet, when, when they were savory. You mean the wine or the food? The food. Okay. The food. The food was like, it was like umami bombs, like all throughout it. And then it started becoming, the more you got into it, like, the, like, I felt like it was just hitting like certain notes and it wasn't like cohesive, Mm. but it was still tasty. And I'm just splitting hairs here and being picky because I'm a hater. Right. And I love it. I love being a hater. And then like at one point you looked out the window and earth was so far away and you were like, wow, I didn't even feel the blast off sequence. It's so smooth. I just put a bunch of LSD in my last course. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And I was like space rave. (laughs) Now that uh, psychedelic mushrooms are legal in Denver, I feel like some chef is going to harness a psychedelic dinner experience. A lot of people are moving to Denver. (laughs) Psychedelic dinner experience. Yeah. So this is about as psychedelic as you can get without uh, mind altering drugs. I don't know if you, if I would say psychedelic because it was like the, there was nothing like like sensory wise like it was very the music was, was your like, mind ever blown by the food yes okay but the service was, was good but everyone talked to me like they were trying to tell me that like my parents just died they were like like so, hush somber so, tones so, like, so um this Mr. is the next Mr. Miller, welcome yeah it was it was it was like npr-esque in that in that sense okay but and like the dining everyone room had was like, hyphenated names and like the dining room was like sitting in like a gothic dentist office i don't know like it was super sterile and like <laughs> nobody was talking like, like there was like there was there's literal, old like, issues of like goth monthly yeah. like this is from 1996 it was so like it, and like it was like the service was good like it was like, on a good flow and everything but like it was just there was no fun mm. there was no fun in okay it. see if i had been with you we would have had fun you, the, your critical no, mistake was not inviting no, me here's the thing i had fun i had a good time you also didn't have to pay yeah, um, <laughs> I had a, I had. I think I, that really helps with the having a good yeah. time. Part. No, well, I had a good time because I was with some, like I was with a good friend, like it, just like you, or if mm-hmm. like or like any anyone else that I was. Yeah, twenty six two ounce pours of wine. Yeah, um, <laughs> and some white claws yeah. popping around. And a, and in there. We just snuck, three claws deep and twenty we, high we end wine joke, pours. We actually joked around. And we're like, wouldn't it be hilarious if they were just like, and for your fifth fifteenth pairing, right. White Claw, baby! I can see White Claw becoming, like, a favorite of uh, food industry people. Like, I can see, like, Sommiers drinking just, White Claws on their day it's, off. It's... You, it's know how, you know how, like, everyone drinks, it's like... It's objective... Okay, so we it's like have, It's like everyone drinks High Life. It's... Okay, White Claws are the LaCroix of... Of, of, of like, it's like LaCroix beer. I think there it's 5% alcohol. There was like a race like to the hard seltzer market and there was a lot of players. And then suddenly white claw just kind of came out with a lot of dominance and they, and they, and the they cornered the culture. Now they grabbed you by the claw. They, they clawed you. They clawed you. Once those claws are in you, they're not they going to sink those out. claws in deep. They're not going to win. There's actually anywhere. two in my refrigerator right now that I had one of my roommates and I'm, I'm not going to steal Bust them. them out, no, man. they're not mine. Just I don't Venmo, steal claws. Ven, I'll Venmo them. <laughs> 
Uh, I sent a group text to the house. Whoever's claws were in there, I drank them. I'll Venmo you $4. And they'd probably be fine with that. It would be fine. Uh, I'm, I'm not a drinker. We had the, we had the original flavor ones because I guess that's all they had at the store. When, so when what is that? Goes. Flavorless? It's just so, like, just like, yeah, water flavor, okay. let's say. Okay. Um, not great. I, it's like vodka in it, I guess. It's like vodka. Like, that's the booze that's in it, I suppose, okay. I, or whatever. So we put orange bitters in it. Okay. Tasted better. I can fuck with that. Bitters good. and soda, but it yeah, actually has like yeah, alcohol in the soda. No, Bitters and soda is a go-to. If I'm at a bar and I want to drink, but like maybe I want to like take a break or I'm not drinking that night, bitters and soda is the move for me. It's good for you. Yeah. You feel like you're drinking something. There's a little bit of alcohol in it because bitters is like 20% alcohol. Yeah. Tastes good. Love yeah. Ango classic profile or orange. I mean. Absinthe. <laughs> I I don't know. Claws dominant. Who are we to stand in the way of claws dominance? I'm not going to be claws up. Is that a thing? It's not a thing. I just made it up. <laughs> Unless it is a thing. Unless people like already have but shirts sound, that say you that. put both of your hands in the air and you kind of like put them like you're a, like you're pretending to be a bear mm-hmm. and you go claws up. Mm. That's going to be the new thing. I'm starting it. It's okay. happening right now. Well, I saw that you put on Instagram at your sandwich shop Estreto in downtown Los Angeles. You did a little Instagram poll whether you should start selling white claws. I did that. I, and, I did that. And what are the like, results? No, what does the public demand, Joel? I can I can go to the tape. Let's go to the tape. So far, the results are let's in. Get, let's take a live look. The the results are in. Let's see. Uh, I voted yes. I've n- I've never even right, had a so, full white whoa, claw. Oh, this is this is a this is like I just country. want your business so to I, do I well. I put it up like an hour ago. We have ninety one views. Sixteen votes for yes. Fifteen votes for no. Hmm. I wonder where the no camp is coming well, from. Well, let's let's look. Let's look, and we can call some people out. Uh, people, people, people that I know. Julie, that used to work with me at the Wallace. Okay, they're voted, probably worried no. about you. They're like, Joel's getting into claw culture. My, my I'm wife, worried about him. My wife voted no. Okay. There's a guy here that's a bartender at TomTom Tom that somehow voted no. I don't, I don't know that. These are your friends. They're worried about you, Joel. Samoye from the Nomad voted no. Mm. Uh, and okay. then one of the food dudes voted no. See, I don't, I don't know if, if White Claw is like a divisive thing. It's like I viewed it as like... Of course it's a divisive thing. It's called how White do you, Claw. How do you have harsh views on seltzer, though? It's just seltzer. It's 5% alcohol. It's I bet you, I bet you clowns have harsh views on seltzer. Because there are clowns that seltzer and there are clowns that pie. And, put, and which one to put in someone's face is probably a heated topic like, at the International Clown Convention in Wilmington, the Delaware. Like, my culture is not your costume, Karen. Seltzer is my life. My culture You're is out not here on your the costume, weekends. But also my culture is your costume because we're clowns. <laughs> culture is a costume. It's literally a costume. Dude, that's clown appropriation. Out here in the park, Shooting seltzer at each other's mouths, having that's fucking that's clown appropriation. Whatever happened to the old timey seltzer like dispensers? I've seen those at like you know like old timey cocktail bars that have like the classic seltzer. I like those. I don't know where to purchase one. Mm. You know where would one purchase? That's the next logical step. Once once White Claw takes over, you're going to start doing instead of a beer bong, it's going to be like a seltzer claw luge. A claw luge could be fucking deadly. Claw luge, bro. That shit just goes down too easy. That's the problem. It does go down very easy. And like, it's like, you know, before you know it, you're like three claws in and you're texting uh, your best friend's like, claws in me. like boyfriend. Or Someone something. said that it's the same company as Zima. I want to look. We need to do some claw research. How, how deep does this go? It's just, I need hard data. It's just owned by Halliburton. <laughs> it's owned by Blackwater. It's just They're Trump like, Industries. Uh, it's called Executive Solutions now. Blackwater doesn't exist. I do think that the overall trend, I'm seeing more acceptance of spritzers. I'm seeing more 
acceptance of like ice and wine or wine mixed with soda like they do in Europe. It's so weird to I see. I feel like we're, we're entering a new world where. It's, it's To me, it's the classics are back. Yes, like the Negro- but like well executed. The Negroni, the Manhattan, the old. Well, the whole like cocktail the movement Martini. of like Martinis the early, huge. you know, the big cocktail movement started like you know 2006 in New York, a little after in San Francisco and L.A., and that kind of brought back to the forefront all these classics: the Negroni, the Martini, the Manhattan. But now we're kind of past that initial yeah. mid aughts phase, and we're like we're ready to have fun again. That's why Tiki has become so big in the last five years. Because people are like, I don't want a bartender that's dressed like a banker in suspenders and a mustache. I just want to have a good time. No, that's why Tiki's huge. If I go to a place and if I see, and first of all, I'm never ordering like signature cocktails, but if I ever see something and like a a menu says like handcrafted, which means nothing, you know what I mean? Like handcrafted or like house infused, I want to strangle whoever's in charge of that No, but I feel like now when you open a restaurant, it's de rigueur. It's, It's standard to have a bespoke cocktail bro you wouldn't open a high-end restaurant in la without having yes but you don't have to but you don't have to make it seem like it's more important than it is like you can just be like this cocktail is like like at red medicine first of all when red medicine was open jordan khan's old restaurant their cocktail list was bespoke but but everyone's is but it was like number one number 13 See, I like 22. that. Keep it simple. And it was simple. It wasn't like the sun sets over the porcelain princess. I don't know. Something. <laughs> it's just like they're ridiculous now. And it's not even tongue in cheek anymore. It's like. Although I will say. Bad cool. I will give a shout out to Hippo in Highland Park. They do $10 cocktails and they have funny names. And like one of them's like, they're all like based on LA stuff. And so like one of them was like fucked around and got a triple double. You know, like funny shit is still entertaining. Funny stuff if you is can funny. Do it like that. I'm talking about like self serious. Taking yourself too seriously. Well, I can speak for myself where I don't even fucking care about cocktails anymore. I'm just like, where's the wine at? It just it where's de- the wine it depends because if I'm going to like a steakhouse, I'm going to get a cocktail. I'm going to get a martini. Oh, you know what I heard? And the hot tip for the listeners, like they probably all I, read it. First of all, all the reservations are now taken and I have one. Oh, wait, you already knew where I was going with this? Pacific, Pacific Dining, Dining Car, 98 cent steaks. steaks. You have one? I put it in my request. I have, I have an 8.30 a.m. reservation. Wow. When? I'm not telling you. I don't want Fuck people. you. I don't want pa- paparazzi and people knowing where I'm going all the time. They're going to be like, Joel, Joel, all over right. here. Well, and I'm just trying to enjoy my steak with peppercorn right. sauce. You're, you're pounding a white claw in the parking lot of Pacific Dining Car. Like, Fuck that. Uh, at 7.55, I better get well, in there. Fuck that. I'm drinking an 8.30 a.m. martini. Mm. I did go there once at like um, like four in the morning after a night of partying and just got a full-on breakfast, and it was the best. It's $40 for it, by the way. The breakfast, the country breakfast there, it's like pancakes, eggs, bacon. Oh, no, I got like Sam and Benedict and like sliced oh, tomatoes oh, and like no. champagne. They have like the, so you probably spent like so much $150 so much yeah. to $200. Yeah. We just went after we did Stu and the Kids, the event for Stretto. Shout out to uh, Stu and the Kids. Great guy, great event, great Great chefs. It was it was awesome. Um, we went to Pacific Dining Car afterwards. We tore that place a <laughs> Did new you spend one. Eight million dollars. We spent like five hundred dollars. For our non-LA listeners, Pacific Dining Car is this classic. So uh, they owe me the steak. Now. Yeah, it's been there since the twenties. Open continuously, three hundred sixty-five days a year, twenty-four hours a day. Twenty-four. But it's so days. expensive. Like if, if you go in there without a battle plan and just start ordering shit, you're, if you you're, think you're a steak going- is like eighty dollars. Their the cheapest steak is the small baseball steak, and that's like $60. It's tiny, though. It's like six ounces. 
A 10 ounce baseball steak, I think is like $80, $89. That's crazy. Then you get your ribeyes and like all that other stuff. You're going for the atmosphere though. You're, you're not go- going. You're, I mean, the steak is good. You're going it's because a good steak. it's like Musso and Frank. Just things like that just don't Musso exist anymore. Musso and Frank's anymore. not that expensive, though. No, no, Musso and Frank's is not. Same with Taylor's. Taylor's is not that expensive. I would you, say the but, meat is probably better at Pacific Dining Car. I would say compared so to as Musso well. and Frank. I would say so as well. Yeah. Um, same with Taylor's, but Taylor's the meat is not great. Taylor's no, is like all, mid-level. No, it's all choice meat. It's yeah, a, it's but not, it's not like you don't you go to Taylor's for the quality. You go for the value. Taylor's is like super affordable. But like it's but it's also like fun because it's like. It's yeah, you get a place. martini, you get a shrimp it's, cocktail. It's, like, it's like also like Pacific Dining Car light. You know what I mean? Right. Because it is like right. old leather Won't boots. Won't break the bank. Like the, the servers are like 900 years old. Right. They, I've they, been they here li- since Ike Eisenhower yeah. was president. I remember when FDR could walk. <laughs> JFK was here as a boy. It was a real punk. It was all orange groves <laughs> as far as the eye could see. Well, uh, the big question about your reservation at Pacific Dining Car is, is there room for me? There might be. Okay. Let's figure it out. Let's try. Okay. Are you down to go at 8.30 a.m.? Yeah. Uh, I could, we could do this now. Well, shit. I mean... Go, you have to get on your phone. Maybe, maybe at, at our break before our guest comes on, we can just do a quick... Okay. We'll, quick we'll check the internet. Yeah. We'll check the internet. And, and if you didn't know about that, hot try. tip. Hot try. tip from the podcast try. to you. Try. It's probably booked up. It's... it's I, there was one day left, and I... Really? Yes. When did they release this? Because I saw they it on released, Eater, like, they, today. They released it a, uh, two or three days ago. Oh, wow. I'm not up on anything. No. I actually saw it at first uh, through uh, Instagram or something. Like, somebody that I followed posted it. Something mm. like that. I don't know. It's so hard to keep track of everything. In this workaday world. Well, like, all my comedian friends always ask me, like, for food advice, and I'm always happy to recommend shit, because it's a great feeling to recommend someone a restaurant that you love, and then they hit you back, like, oh, that was such a good meal, you know, uh, like, thank you. But also, in terms of, like, trying to keep track of everything that's happening, especially nowadays in L.A., it's, like, so hard. Like, someone will mention a restaurant, I'm like, I've never even heard of that. And then I have to look it up, and I'm like, what? What is this? See, I feel like I know about all of them. I mean, I feel like I every I feel like we have our fingers one. pretty well on the pulse, but like I it, it's going to be hard. We're do, we're heroes. We're doing the work for you guys. There, there is there is a lot happening. It was, with everyone that closes, t- two or three more open. Fiona closed. Mm. Uh, Simone recon- du- reconcepted Duello as close. Duello closed. It's a tough biz. It's a it it's is a, a hard fucking biz. tough. This is the hard seltzer biz. Where you just throw out a product and everybody loves This is tough. It's probably more cutthroat. No, the hard, the hard seltzer game that's, is cutthroat. I don't want to cutthroat. minimize the efforts of White Claw and, and their partners. Just a bunch of like old white guys sitting around like a war room table. It's Zima, it's Zima Redux. How remember, can, Zima, remember how Zima came on the scene like a fucking comet? Just yeah, like, it was like Surge Cola, you know? Remember Surge Cola? No. Oh my god, it was like... Oh, it's the one that had like double the caffeine? Or no, that was... It was like, it was like, hey, do you, it was like, do you like Mountain Dew? Okay, great. Well, we have something that's worse for you than that. When you were a kid, you would hear, you would hear rumors like, there's so much caffeine, it could kill you if you drink too much. It comes with a warning. Yeah, and I'm like, parents have to sign a waiver. down, baby. Mountain Dew really was my favorite garbage soda. My favorite garbage soda was Cactus Cooler. Well, not, it's just soda. Pineapple. Garbage soda is repetitive. Pineapple orange. Cactus Cooler, I didn't have until much later in life. Cactus Cooler is very, very good. I didn't have access to Cactus Cooler as a kid. Really? I, I didn't, didn't see it. Didn't exist in it was like mellow yellow. You knew it was there, but where do I get it? It's not <laughs> at the local pizza place. Where where does it exist? It's nebulous. It's it off like, there. It was like RC Cola. The never fu- never fucked with RC Cola. 
I never fuck. I, I'm I'm just I'm a fan of things that have crowns on them. You know, Burger King, Crown, Crown Royal, RC Cola, Crown Royal is terrible, but I'll drink it. If I if it's between Crown Royal and Black Velvet, sorry Canada, you, you can't, can't make whiskey. You can't compliment Burger King in one breath and in the same breath. Fucking degrade one of Canada's most storied whiskey brands, Joel. I, can, I won't stand for it. I can. You know what? I I actually read uh, Burger King is is uh, closing about 150 locations nationwide. Subway is yeah, closing. They suck. Clo- 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 Subway is closing 1,100. They overextended. They overextended. They're 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 closing. First of all, Burger King doesn't suck. They they take they take chances. You know, they shoot mm. shots. They're not like <laughs> McDonald's. You know. They shoot their shot. Why does this sound like a post-game press conference? You're like, I like it was a it was a tough run out there. We're going to close some locations, but you know we shot shots and we shot, uh, we, we shot shots. And we, we worked it around we, uh, and we really tried to, to get re- it done. We really spread it out. End we, of the we day, tried some things. End that of the didn't day, work. we have to we have to downsize, and that's just part of the game. You know, sometimes it's all about X's and O's, and uh, sometimes they go in your favor, and sometimes they don't. And this is look, one of those days. Look, that it was it's flame grilled. Am I saying that if it's not flame grilled, it's bullshit? No, I'm not saying that. But I'm not also not not saying that. I'm, so. I'm not not saying that. I'm also just saying that you know we'll get them tomorrow. We'll get them next time. Uh, and we're just going to focus on the remaining things that we have, and then we'll just kind of take it day by day. Um, no more questions, and uh, thank you. Well, the stock market took a huge hit today, huge loss, but I think we can all agree, if you put your money in White Claw, well, you're going to see some returns, baby. You're going to see some returns. Use all your Bitcoin. Is White Claw publicly Bitcoin. traded? Have they had an IPO yet? We need, to get, we need to do some digging on White Claw. I, I don't know. A bunch of Brad's, Chad's, <laughs> Someone's and, and, and Hillary's would be 100% in on that, man. Someone's making a lot of money on White Claw. I, I do like that if we're getting back to this, you know, like everyone's into spritzes, the spritz culture, the patio drinking culture, the low ABV cocktail. Like, I like how this is catching on, and especially in a summertime, outdoor, daytime drinking context, you know, a, a, just a nice low alcohol cocktail is what you need. A patio pounder, you yeah. know, pool sauce. Yeah. That's, I mean, pool sauce for me is just a pina colada. I mean, I'll, I like vermouth, dry vermouth on the rocks just with, with uh, sparkling water and a little lemon twist. Yeah, That's a great drink. Or just vermouth on the rocks. I've been, I've been like rocking Spaniard style, just like, give me that vermouth on the rocks, baby. There you go. Like my, my, my shirt is open to my belly button and I have no plans to button this shit up anytime <laughs> I, tonight. I have been going, at any point tonight. This summer this summer, while I'm when I do happen to wear a button up t shirt, it the the open has been plunging. Like <laughs> plunging. It's been hot. It's been hot in LA. So. You know like remember that, that dress J Lo wore to like the VMA? Yeah, that like, was like taped into it's place. Basically that. <laughs> you I'm, have some tactical I'm, dress I'm tape. Basically that fucking far open. <laughs> Joe rolled into Vespertine with a shirt half open, taped to his bare chest. I did. Three claws deep. I, I wore a short, shirt full of roses. You got any more of that black garlic leather back there? I'll take another one of those. I, I could crush. Like, that was so good. I could have crushed. Black garlic's made by fermenting garlic, right? Mm-hmm. And then the leatherification Sorry, comes was, from dehydration? The, I don't think leatherification. Leatherification is a term, Joel. I don't think leatherification yes, it is. is a term. Yes, it's a term. Is that like, well, then, wh- then by what process do you turn fermented did, garlic did you, into leather? Did you, did you, you tell me what that process is. Do you is ever called, look at, at a cow and you go, leatherfy that? <laughs> leatherfy yeah, that for it's me. Just take their skin off and then tanning. You got to tan that hide, bro. That's leatherification. It's all part of the process. Wow. Um, well,. I think we got to the bottom of a lot of issues. We're going to do we some did. digging on White Claw. We're going to do some digging on Pacific Dine Car. That runs till August 23rd. Um, shout out Try, to Eater I for guess. running that 98 cent steak Try. content that we all no, love. Thanks for, no, thanks for Eater for ruining it for the people that... <laughs> like, you could have just told your friends Farley and Matt. <laughs> Shots fired. Um, 
Let's do a little housekeeping before we get our guests on. We're brought to you in partnership with the Off The Menu app. OTM, baby! Uh, shout out to the sponsor. You know, it's a great LA food app for those of you in LA who love eating food. I don't know why you wouldn't. It, why are you listening to this podcast? Building if blocks you, of life. If you don't like I food. thought this was different. Uh, you know, $20 a month. You can redeem it every day for a free food item at LA area restaurants. It refreshes every week. You get $10 off your first month with the code PATE. Uh, off straight paid yeah no accents on that off the menu code.com for that um as always we've had a dearth of hot takes so i want to reiterate the hot take hotline is 323-375-4084 call in with some hot takes tell us tell us your white claw takes i feel like if it's a divisive topic i want to hear what the public has to say the hoi polloi if you've been a vespertine give me your vespertine takes if you know of restaurants that carl doesn't know of but i know of Please let him know. Clue him in. He is <laughs> I'm drowning. I'm out of the loop, baby. He oh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm too busy doing research for my upcoming trip to Berlin, Germany. Are you going to Berlin? I return to the Vaterland in wow. a mere two weeks. Are you going to kill tourists or... How's it going to go? Uh, no, I'm going to kill my liver by getting deep into the Berlin natural wine scene. And, you can uh, drink beer there too, man. You have yeah, some beer. I'll probably have some beer. Maybe a hard seltzer here and there. You know, crack a claw. Just bring, you know bring what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring... I'm gonna bring there, you know, there they call it Master Race Claw. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Don't you dare tear down the Fatherland like that. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back with some dispatches from uh, European hard seltzer culture. Sounds I'll, great. I'll let you know what the, what the hell's going on Please. over there. Um... Well, let's bring our guest on. Sounds great. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get him in here. Okay, cool. Our guest today is Dan Adut, uh, actor, comedian, and now food podcast star. Oh. Welcome to the club. Welcome, Dan. Welcome. One of us. One of us. <laughs> Dan, you just launched a new food podcast called Green Eggs and Dan. Yes. Very just cute, catchy it's very title. Cute and catchy. Key. Key in the podcast. People game. either people either hate it or hate it. It seems. <laughs> Look, you worked your name in, like, which wait, I think is the best way thing to, you can way do. Way to put some thought into it, Dan. <laughs> and basically, wow. basically, the premise you, is: well, Look, you guys have the best podcast, like food podcast title. That's true. So I was yeah, not. Hey thank, hey, thank you. I was like, I'm not going to try to compete with that. I'm just going to go full cheese. I like it though because you gotta go full cheese. <laughs> the premise is that you visit your celebrity friends and look in their fridge. Yeah. Or you take a picture of their fridge. Even, yeah. And then you just talk about their food life through talking about what's currently in their fridge. Yes. Which is uh, how, a, how depressing is it? It's funny. It's very. It seems like the the great divider is being single or being married. Yes, definitely. And the single fridges are just abysmal. Well, you're you know you come from stand up. You're yes. an actor. You probably know a lot of degenerate stand up types. Oh yeah. So I mean, it can be a bleak. It can be a bleak <laughs> thing in there where it's like, oh god, just two slices of Kraft American cheese and fucking yeah. half a six pack. I think the Put most life together. so much White Claws in that fridge. Ooh, give <laughs> it to me. Be interesting Great to see how many flavor. White Claws you, you see. <laughs> um, the most degenerate comedian fridge was Annie Letterman's. I know Annie. Uh, she seems like kind of a degenerate. <laughs> Shout out to Annie. We love you. No, but the best was like she like had gotten evicted and was like crashing on her friend's couch. So it was like that so it was her fridge. Friend's, friend's fridge, like not even friend her refrigerator. No. That's the uh, most degenerate you can get. You're like, so it's not good. even mine. No, it's, uh, it's no but friend. funny enough, the most degenerate fridge of the whole podcast was 
Chef Ignacio Matos, Michelin starred chef from New York. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And his fridge just looks like a bomb shelter. It's just like, like out of the apocalypse. Is it because he's a workaholic and he's like spending all the time at the restaurant when he gets home? He's just like, fuck it. I mean, have a little more than like. <laughs> have some dignity, one, man. Yeah, seriously. Like one thing of. Like uh, a half a hot pocket. Yeah, it was like Calabrian chilies and that was it. Like a little. You, you tell the guests that you're coming to their house and you're looking at their fridge. So but you have- don't tell them that you're taking a picture? No, I tell them to bring in a picture of their fridge. I don't tell them that I'm going to post the picture. Oh wait, so you're you're not actually visiting their? No, 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 no. I'm not, I can't. I don't got. I don't got time. For I was going to say. I, how do you how are you fitting this into your busy? Green eggs and Dan sponsored by Delta. <laughs> and not only that, you just show up at their house. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dan, what? Why are you here? It's the it's like, middle of the night. I'm Open your fucking your fridge, <laughs> and I'm going to embarrass. Open yeah, it up. Yes, we we tell we give them a, a three month range of when we're going to bust. Dan will show house. up at your house uh, during these these months. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's, I feel like it really is a good way to get to know someone though. It really is. It really is. And also I feel like they're, once they get into their relationship with food, you really learn a lot about them. Right. Because I think like, even if you have no relationship to food, that's your relationship to food. Like Hassan Minaj doesn't give a fuck. About Which is crazy. Cause I've talked food to food in general. Doesn't give a fuck. I've talked to Hassan like, about this. He has money. He doesn't like want to spend it on food. He's the biggest waste of celebrity. He doesn't drink. Ever. He yeah. doesn't eat extravagantly. Yeah. Come on, Hassan. Yeah. You have enough fucking sneakers. Give start. the tabloid some fodder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he that just guy collects probably sneakers. really likes clothes. Oh, right? his sneakers. Right, he's well dressed. That's he's very well dressed. known man. for his sneaker, his dumb sneaker mm. collection. And I'll never understand sneakers. You can't eat sneakers. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah, I see these rich people, you know, comedians get some money, they indulge in sneakers, and I'm just like, wow, you could have been spending that if, on food. If, yeah. you ha- if you're not at least going, like, have like a favorite restaurant that you like to go to and like, if you're not spending it on, on, on the happiness of eating, like, why are you even famous? Here's you the might thing. as well just be a, reg- be a yeah. stockbroker. Exactly. Yeah. He, and he, but he does. He has this place. He's like, he's like, my cheat meal where I treat myself is this place called Schnippers in New York City, which is like some shitty chain burger joint wow. that's like a bodega, again, it's like a bodega again, you know, burger joint. Does he just joint. like eat, like, does he have like a nutritionist that's like, you can only eat boiled chicken? No, he's always been really healthy. No, yeah, really. he's always, he's always. He's a healthy boy. He's always very svelte. Right. He's always looked so like. So what is he just eating like lettuce with vinegar and olive oil and like a little bit of oil? I don't know. He just doesn't. What was in his, what was it, what did his fridge look like? His fridge had a lot, of, well, the funniest thing about his fridge is that he had like, on the second row of his fridge, he had like five Guy Fieri salsas. Okay, now we're talking to son. <laughs> and, and then he and then he puts his like really expensive Nikes on the bottom because he likes right. a cold shoe. And you you don't want the, the leather to degrade in the hot temperatures. <laughs> Have a um, humidor for my fucking sneakers. Hassan, come on the show and talk about your love for Guy Fieri's line of salsas. Well, that's the thing. I was like, do they send these to you or something? He's like, no, we go no, and buy them. No, I love them. them. <laughs> I seek them out, actually. I, I go to Burbank Airport, the only place <laughs> Guy Fieri has a property in Southern California, and I Yikes. load up on salsa. Yeah, loves it. Loves it, Guy Fieri. But no. his wife is a huge chef. She's a She loves to cook. Mm. So there's like a bunch of prepared foods as well, like really nice stuff. And then like his just like five-year-old tastes what was the most what was the grossest thing you think you saw i mean how many episodes did you do before we you did because you just released the podcast yeah it's just a second episode came out today i don't know when Woo! you guys are yeah i don't know when you guys are airing this, this will but... be out on thursday okay Tomorrow. michelle buteau is out now love michelle um, shout out to michelle huge she's she, that girl loves food yes, she, she like loves to cook yeah she has like f- like meatball parties where people come over and like those are the best have kind a competition of dude i want to be invited to a meatball party. i know there's no other type of party that 
that if you said it to me, I would be excited about over a meatball party. Yeah. Oh, it's maybe amazing. like a sex party, but even that would be awkward. Meatball party, I'm like, I know what I'm getting, and I like what I'm getting. Meatball sex party. Ooh, okay. Mm. <laughs> is the sex before or after the and meatballs? I feel like either way it could see, be a problem. But the meatball sex party is just a bunch of like fat people from Jersey. Yeah. Oh, I'm still in by the way. Hey, I'm trying to have a threesome um, over here. I was already sold. You don't right. have to sell me anymore. Oh, it was actually a Guido sex party. We didn't specify. <laughs> I'm so ma- sorry. Doesn't matter. I'm still yeah. in. Everyone I'm is still in. Everyone is so wet for hey, some reason. You yeah. Eat some gabagool off my yeah. schlamps. <laughs> Gross. Hey, gabagool. By the way, I'm about to fire some shots. Okay. Okay. He's this taking is, a sip. He's taking a sip this of water. Is, this is why we need a soundboard. All hands on deck. I know. I just took a sip. Fire shots. I, because I, I, I'm, I'm ready for the. Uh, Put a bump the, stock on the there. Incoming. Go rapid fire. I'm, I am. I am. I'm, I'm illegally procuring. Yeah, one. this is an extended magazine, folks. <laughs> this is an open carry situation. I hate natural wines. Wow. Wow. Did, didn't see that coming. I know. Didn't I didn't see that coming. I, I, you know, I, I follow your Instagram. Okay. I'm flooded with all these sure. cool hip labels sure. of like two cartoon grapes doing salsa together. That's absolutely not any. No, that's not on any label. Guy Fieri salsa together. <laughs> Those grapes are having sex, Dan. <laughs> that is absolutely not on any natural I, wine okay, I've look, ever seen. I, I, I know that you guys get local here, so I go to Marvin. Marvin is my restaurant. Okay. I go. That's to, over in Hollywood. That's not local. Not, yeah. Uh, no, I mean a local LA. Like sure. you guys talk about okay. LA thing. Sure. I go to Marvin, all natural wines. Okay. You know, they're not for everyone. You know, not everyone's palate is, is ready oh. or as advanced Ooh. as ours, and that's okay. Wow. And you wow. know, that's okay. I'm not saying that you have trash taste buds. I'm just saying that everyone comes to <laughs> Joel good is just flavor like on their own. At me. No, no, I'm not. I, uh, so my, as I've learned more about, about wine, I, I become, I'm like torn between these, these two things where I like... I like, I, I like when someone sells what they make. I like a vintner-driven wine. I think it's nice and I think it's great. Where, but I have a problem now with the term natural because I don't think it means anything anymore. I don't think it has a classification. I think it's too meta well, of a that, term. That's the thing that, so I, I, don't, that I would say. I don't, for my sandwich shop, we don't use that word. It's like right. a, it's a, we put the kibosh on that word. Right. So we say low intervention. Or vintner-driven ones. I like those That's terms. It. And I'll say this. I mean... I think that they need more intervention, though, is all I'm well, saying. I it think depends. They, they just... I think... There's, if you're basing very, your entire view of natural wine on what you've drank at Marvin, that's very limited. I don't know. They've got a ton of... Here's... I, to me, natural wine is like improv comedy. Ooh. Most of the dangerous time, waters it's here. really awful. But when it's good, it's really, but, really good. But, but that's the thing is that is that you're, you're they're making it in a, they're making it in a way where there is low intervention, where they're not adding, they're not putting lots of like additives to it. There's there's more terms that I that I forget exactly what they are. Carl probably well, knows. Well, there's cellar techniques. There's ma- manipulation. There's chemical additives. There's there's farming techniques. I mean, there's like, a lot of. But things. like like with play, play, when you use when you use a yeast that's non that's non native, something that can control something yes. so well. So you're looking for something like if you open every bottle, they all all taste the same they all taste good that's what you're hoping for right. when a you consistent open wine. industrial a consistent, product a consistent wine industrial or not co- consistency is 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 key to lots of things just like in a restaurant so like you can call a place an organic or natural restaurant but the food that needs to be consistent across the board I only you don't like just doing whatever they want food. no i get i get what you're saying but there are uh, there are a bunch of very 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 good like Old school vineyards, you know, in Bordeaux or Burgundy, who don't who don't even tout that they're natural, but they are natural. Sure. But, but they're and, not. Well, that's the other thing. It's like uh, it's different. I, it's different there, though. It's natural wine has in, become in trendy, and I, I think that the term has become loaded in a way that's actually not helpful. I think you find something that you like, 
And then, because wine's all about, drinking wine's all about enjoyment, personal enjoyment. You it's, find all, what you it's, like. all, it's all learning. Like, yeah. learn, learning and enjoying. It's fun and edu- it's fun education rolled into one. <laughs> fun education. Okay, here's the other thing I'm going to say, and I'm wondering if this is. Is this more shots? Yeah, Do you yeah. need to prepare? Hey, your mom. Strap the vest on, guys. <laughs> okay, well, Get you. Get the Kevlar. Well, we draw the line. His mom is a fucking yeah. treasure. Joyce is a saint. Joyce is Don't a fucking you saint. Dare. Fake news. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> she's, she's probably wonderful. I've never met your mom. But, um, I I feel like of the and maybe it's because I'm a I'm a beginner in that world, but I like the oranges and the whites more than I like the reds. The reds I rarely. Mm, now you're saying you don't like natural wine. Now you're saying you like the oranges. I'm and saying the whites? if I'm I don't know to, what you're saying, Dan. I, if I'm going to drink natural wine, uh, it's it's usually got to be uh, orange or white. Well, I'll say this: for a long time, I because I think those are crisp and they're not as sweet, and I like that they're kind of. Um, but uh, you can also, but you can have a red wine that that f- fulfills those needs yeah. as well. They don't all have to be like jammy. You want something I mean, less fruit I, forward. I think I'm not into the juiciness of it. Right. Um, you want something with less fruit forward, with a little more acidity. Yes. Yeah. And I, I'm the same way. For a long time, I loved drinking wine growing up. Uh, in college, I drank a lot of wine. It was all pretty bad red wine, but I enjoyed wine and I liked it. And once I came to natural wine, that was the first time I started drinking skin contact and a lot of whites because I was like, I don't really like white wine. But then I started trying ones that I did like. And a lot of them did have that angular acidity, that minerality. And I do like that. But to say that there's no good red wines that show those I, expressions would be uh, to, to doing me, a disservice. To me, it's yeah. just a, it's the situation. So like wine is wine. It, Wine exists in the in a very 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 large spectrum. It is fucking massive, and yes. it's getting more and more massive by the day. There is a red natural wine that I got last week at Marvin that I actually liked, and I took a picture of it. Oh, see, that's the way to do it. Find what you like, and then take the picture. I'm all about the label shots because, especially if you've had a few bottles, you might forget what it was called. Do you know that? No, but this is a you know this is a, a Beaujolais. It's a Morgon 2017. Uh, Morgon is like a region in a crew of Beaujolais, yeah. I believe. So you know, when it ter- when it comes to easy drinking red wines, Beaujolais with yeah. the, the Gamay grape, yeah. they're a fucking go-to for me. I love drinking Gamay, especially chilled in the summer. A nice chilled fucking, Gamay, yeah. Gamay I mean, all day, baby. Oh, you get some meat on the grill. You get a nice chilled bottle of Gamay. I mean, do you buy the uh, the whole you you don't get hung over on them? Because I feel like I've I will say I've these days he said he said that. <laughs> So many times. Really? Yes. Well, look. If anyone is, it is putting it is if anyone is says. putting this to the test, it's me. So I think yeah. I can speak authoritatively. Yeah, but, yeah. You could, but like you don't get a hangover, but you, you could, but you could have built up a, to, a tolerance to just drinking so much. Well, wine. obviously, I have a high I have a high <laughs> tolerance for alcohol. But I will say, if I only drink natural wine, which mo- these days mostly I'm like ninety percent natural wine. Yeah. I always feel fine the next day. Really? Yeah. No and obviously. You know, if you overindulge, you're overindulging. And it's yeah. alcohol is alcohol, and your body has to me- metabolize alcohol in the liver, and alcohol is broken down in the same way in your liver, no matter what its source is. Yeah. Ethanol is ethanol is ethanol. But I will say, if I'm drinking 10 glasses of wine, 12 glasses of wine at yeah. a long dinner, I feel fine, I say. I drank... 20 glasses of wine yesterday and a bottle. Yesterday? Yeah, but those were two, I mean, two sure. Two You drank a lot of wine, but you also drew, you You had some white claws, so that's going to throw off our data set. <laughs> I did have Wait, you went to Vespertine last night? Yes. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, get the, get the fuck, fuck out of here. here. We talked about it for the whole front part. I'm sorry you oh, couldn't really? join in our Vespertine I, chat. I'm so bummed I wasn't here for that because that is like... I and again, I do you want to eat wait, black on. garlic leather on a spaceship? I That's don't know. The question. I don't know what you guys said about it, but I think it's probably the best. 
tasting menu meal I've had in the I've, last like never five been. to ten years. I've never been. So you went. Yes. When did you go? I went. Uh, I'd say about a year and a half ago. Okay, so when they were just open. Yeah. Okay. Um, they so they got the Michelin star since then. Um, I. The food was was really good. I told like I told Carl there was an overarching sweetness that towards the like the the later courses like if, are you if sure you that wasn't just dessert? Mains, no, they weren't dessert. It wasn't just dessert because in dessert dessert was very actually well balanced. Um, like I said, the peas and it was pea and kiwi that went really well together. There's savoriness to it. But it was like you that know, old classic had, pairing like, of pea and, and kiwi. kiwi together at last. <laughs> kiwi. Um, there was just like certain things that like after all these like amazing snacks and like really like intense umami bombs, it it became just like okay, I taste a lot of sweet, and I don't want that. Um, but that's just me personally. I yeah. think it was a really, really, really good meal. I was, I'm happy that I went. The pairing, the wine pairings were absolutely phenomenal. Um, the service was great. It was very, very quiet, and that drives me nuts. Joe oh, likes okay. loud no, hip hop music. No, I, get I don't that. actually like that. At I do. All. I actually do. <laughs> I don't like loud hip hop. I like loud country music. But no, I get that. Look, it, it's one of those. The dining room. To... I told Carl it was like a goth dentist's office. Yeah. Now I get we're just that. recycling material. I, I describe it as, um, yes, I, first class in a, in a spaceship. Yeah. Like, Interstellar I, journey did, to the like, flavor dimension. But it didn't feel otherworldly. It didn't feel like a spaceship to me. Like, I like to make fun of it that way. Like, it's a spaceship restaurant. Yeah. But it's not. To me, it's, a, it's very, like, proper and it's okay. very calm. Well, l- yeah. let me say this. Uh, There's no we, air of hecticness. We've covered Vespertine, yeah. but you're a, you're a globetrotter. You're a gourmand about town, about I the tr- world, trot. even. I, I've and trot. I, I'd like to ask you, in the last five years, what do you think the best single meal that you've had is? We're not going to look at your refrigerator. I'm going to ask you about your top meal. Yeah, it doesn't have to be five years, but in the, in the, in the recent years of your life, traveling and eating as someone Man, who's successful and has question. a little money now, what really stands out if you had to really put one at the top of the mountaintop? He went to that Tex Wasabi's in San Francisco. Right. <laughs> little place called Johnny Garlic. <laughs> um, honestly, I think there's a, there's a place in San Sebastian mm. that is um, a, it's a, it's a steak restaurant that it's like a bar and you I'm stand already up. fucking sold. San Sebastian steak up, restaurant bar? Boom. Yeah. I'm in, baby. It was like a stand-up uh, steak restaurant. I'm fucking blanking on the name, which is killing me. Can it's I okay. look it up real it's quick? A, yeah, I mean, you know. Um, uh, can we edit this timeout? It's more, Time more work for me, Dan. Uh, Just make chores. We like to let it flow uh, off the make top of the chores head. for me. So we'll okay. come up with some uh, White Claw slogans while you're, while you're searching. Yeah, please. The, what? It's all claw. It's all claw. Uh, Summer 2019, it's all claw. Uh, I don't know, man. I, think, I feel like I'm too on the spot you're, right you, now. You, well, you had like four The claw already. is the law, I think, is my favorite. No, that's not Bar good. Barnester. Thank you. Barnester. Barnester. N-E-S-T-O-R. N-E-S-T-O-R. Barnester. You know, I've heard of it. Didn't know it was a steak thing. Oh, really? You've heard, heard it? it mentioned. They have like, it, their steak, I don't know what it is. It's like, you know, like you go to Europe and the steak's all, the fat's all yellow and shit. Yes. And like, yes, because of the healthy cows. They're yes. happy cows. Yeah. They're happy like Euro cows. Weird. They're continental cows. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just like, and also the vibe of just standing there and having just the most amazing steak. I mean, uh, you guys l- Google Barnester and look at these pictures. I, I can't mean, even see that right now. I, I'm going to lose all focus if I start. That, that cow looked like a happy cow. It's so I will simple. say it's so the simple. Bath style of walking into a place and everything's laid out in the bar and you're eating and yeah. you're standing and you're drinking and you're sharing and it's it's like a social activity as well as a meal. Which Let's I go to Kispaka. 
That's like the opposite. I will say this though. I was I was just in Tokyo. I went to Tokyo. Got back to. Dude, I was following your stories. Yeah. I was like, I'd, I'd wake up. I'd be like, Dan's on a different time zone. He's got new stories up. What What do we got? They were crazy. But if I were to give my my the my assessment of Tokyo, more just Tokyo you shots here. You know, best food city in the world. Tokyo shots say. fire. I agree that. Uh, well, here's here's where I disagree. I think that I think that the high end sushi and the yakitori in the U.S. is just as good as the best stuff that I had in Tokyo. Interesting. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. However, I think that their ramen and their pizza were on another, like nothing. I've heard that about Tokyo pizza scene. They love Italian food. Dude. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love Italian food? I mean. Lots of people. Filipinos. I don't know. I'm making that up. Sorry to any Filipino. Well, you know, there was the Filipino-Italian war of 19. Sure, exactly. Uh, Oh, that's right. (laughs) Very grudgy. No, they, I mean, look. When Japanese people put their mind to something, like they're just going to there excel kind of at it. They will destroy everyone else. Single-minded pursuit oh of perfection that yeah. kind of animates a lot of the yeah. uh, the culture. I really want pizza right now. Yeah, Luigi with his little gut sticking out of his tank top has no fucking shot. I'm glad you called it a tank top. <laughs> Hey, I got the meatball sex party later. Yeah. I gotta I gotta leave early. Is that all right? Hey, hey is it cool if I leave my ship early yeah. over here? Yeah. Exactly. Um, Jiro starts dreaming about pizza and you're <laughs> fucked. I'm telling you, though, the way they're made, if you watch how they make their pizza, like it's literally. It wood like, fired? What are we talking about? Oh, Tell yeah. us about the Tokyo pizza scene because I've, I've heard people say that, but I don't, I don't know the specifics and I've never seen anything about Tokyo, the Tokyo pizza Okay, scene. so all, yes, wood fired. I think they go hotter than we do here. Interesting. Um, they also do this thing where first they throw salt on the, on the bottom of the oven before they put the pizza in. So you have this. Fun. Like the sumo match. Salt crust. Like the sumo match. They throw salt on the on the ring to purify it. And then Donald Trump comes out and presents a trophy that doesn't exist (laughs) that they made up. The best pizza. Um, And then when they put the pizza in, they have a side thing of wood chips, and they get a little shovel, put it in the wood chips, and they throw that in the fire to get a little smoky Mm. bouquet inside the oven. I've never I've never heard of an auxiliary chip scoop. Oh, the chip scoop, man! It's so cool and. There was something, and look, I wanted to be like, oh, this every is place did that, or this was one place. This is method. I went to two places. I went to the original like place that people started talking about Japanese. What's pizza. it called? Um, I don't know. It's some like Japanese name. Tony Yakamoto. Hey! Really good number I one pie. Go, I, I would go and eat there if there's hey, a come place on down to Tony, Tony Yakamoto. We make a fucking good buy. <laughs> The rising sun on an Italian flag. If you I, want, I you guys can come up with more bear claw ads, and I can look up the name. No, bear, it's all right. Bear claw, we'll fi- bear claw, white claw, bear claw, white claw. Sorry. Um, so uh, yes, I went to like the the head guy, and then like his protege, and so like he passed down the wow. wood chip pizza thing. junior. Wow, yeah, yeah. pizza, pizza junior, was junior son. They, it was the one that uh, they go to in uh, David Chang's. Uh, oh, okay. Ugly delicious. Okay, uh, I know that you're hitting the the spots, the yeah. top spots, hitting the spots. So which one was better, the, the the master or his pupil? I like the pupil actually. Oh wow! Because the master was very like, I only make a marinara pizza and that's it, and that's it. No pizza for you. Yeah, the, and the pupil was like, I've been wanting to get out and experiment he for so me, long. He beat me over my flour dispersion. <laughs> well, it's so funny. I was in Naples, you know, the, the birthplace of pizza, and there's, Whoa, there's like name dropping. Hello, I've traveled abroad, folks. <laughs> there's like a council because they've like. 
in order to be like Na- like Napoli's pizza, it has to be these exact ingredients made in the exact way. Yeah. And there's like a council and they decide all these things about what it has to be. But there's like a rogue guy. He was like, there's this one guy. He doesn't listen to the council. He goes out there in the mountains. He makes his own thing. He has like I'm an just eye like, patch yeah. and he smokes. Like, he has a black I put, on, I put the eggplant on the pizza. You can't stop me. They're like, ah, somebody got to get him. Get him. So I like, I like that the pupil is, is uh, like that Italian rogue. It's kind of yeah. doing his own thing. Yeah. But the thing about... Pizza in Japan, there is no pizza tradition, so they can do whatever they want. It's not like Italy yeah. where they're handcuffed with these years of things that have been passed down. They're just like, I'm Japanese and I'm gonna make great pizza, I'll do whatever I want. Yeah, but they're the also wood like, chips on some shit. They're also Japanese in a weird way where they're like, We will handcuff ourselves to your rules and we will <laughs> obey them more than you obey them. <laughs> but they're throwing wood chips, that's unorthodox. That's true. The wood chips thing is definitely unorthodox. Um, and and again, they're higher temperature, so you get a blister. A right, leopard, a, a big leoparding, leopard, yeah, a nice okay. leopard community. Nice. Yeah. So that means they're done faster. Yeah, it's more efficient. Faster. They're done. Faster. It also seems Japanese more efficient. Methods. Yeah, very efficient. Oh, it was. Uh, if you had to, if you had to pick a top bite in Tokyo, I'm gonna make you really pick. It's gonna be tough. Top. Bite I know you had Tokyo. so many good meals. Yeah, um, I think it would probably be. I it would probably it would probably be something yakitori-ish. Oh no, actually no no no, a sushi place in the uh, in that in the in fish the market, market um, su- su- that su- had su- like sujiki sujiki market and they had um, something about their fatty tuna was just like you knew they just like they like Indiana Jones like kalimad the belly out of the fucking tuna right out of the water. <laughs> It's like the Galima the belly rip. Yeah, dude. And then all the Nazis just got killed in to- that are living in Tokyo. It just melts their faces off. Oh, you take one bite crazy. and you're that Nazi scientist, your face just melts off. It's so good it melts your face off, but you still do it. You oh, still really? do it. They're like, choose the right chopsticks. <laughs> you would have used wisely. These, these humble chopsticks. What would Jiro choose? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd probably go with that. It's a little basic to say that it was Toro, but man, it was delicious. Wow. Well, it is hard to beat a perfectly melt-in-your-mouth bite of perfect temperature, perfectly prepared rice. It's wild. I can beat it. It's local. What do you mean? Burger King, baby. Burger King. Burger King. Have you had the Impossible Burger at Burger King? I have not. Yeah. I have not. I have no desire, though. Yeah. Why mess with perfection? That's yeah. not for people like me. That's for other people out there. <laughs> That's for other people to decide on their own. I don't need to fucking do it. I don't want it. Uh, I've had the Impossible Burger, not the Burger King one. But I've bought them. I've bought Impossible Meat and like made a burger. The funny yeah. thing is, it's but that like was an R and D thing for a chef thing. I was. The yeah, funny yeah. thing about that stuff is, it was fine. Impossible. They use heme iron, which is naturally contained in meat. So like, we put heme iron in this soy patty. And it's like yeah. you've just made it unhealthy, like meat. Yeah. The, the the heme iron content of meat is one hey, of the things that makes it not and healthy. Vegans can be just as unhealthy. Right. As exactly. Us, yeah. It's like, we made it Seriously. like meat. It bleeds and it's bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's always fun when you see like a fat vegan. You're like, how did you? Do you just eat fries. <laughs> you just fries them. Yeah. Beer. There you go. Fries and beer. Easy to be a fried fried food and fried tempeh. Yeah, there's frying tempeh left and right. I just don't understand how people wouldn't eat fish. I get not eating meat, and it's a it's a. I don't get it. No, I don't get not eating. To to never eat fish. I just don't. What if you could choose? You had to choose the rest of your life. Couldn't eat any meat or couldn't eat any fish. You had to go seafood or meat. I'd probably choose to eat the meat, and then I get tired of it really quickly. I mean, the fun thing about seafood is I think you have more of a range of flavors, Um, right? Yeah. I mean, with meat, mind you. I mean, there's more individual creatures you can eat on the planet. Yes. Which yeah. is good, which is comforting yes. to know. You're like, I can eat hundreds of things <laughs> yeah, if I exactly, need to. Exactly, exactly. It, it would be hard. It's a real. It's, it's a, a, it's a, a tough, 
that's a head scratcher. It's not. <laughs> it is. These I are the big questions guess. that you're not jumping into on Green Eggs and Dan. Yeah, the, no. the things that we grapple Definitely with here. not. On wow. the heavy duty food podcast. Yeah. Um, no, I... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd have a tough time saying goodbye to meat. It really would be hard. You know? You know, I recently, I really, oh, you know, always loved beef. I think beef was my number one for many years. I feel like lamb may have yeah. moved up to a number one spot for me. I'm a huge lamb fan. Yeah. Uh, although I think if it's like, if you're going to have your desert island meat, where you can have one meat on the mm. island, pig seems to be the most versatile. You can do a bunch of different fun flavors that is true. with it. That is true. But lamb is... Did you guys uh, asador that shit when you were out in the, uh, out in the woods? No, sadly not. Uh, I would... You know, you watch these Malman videos and he's got all the fucking things staked yeah. up next to the fire. I want to do that. I've been to Argentina, but only to Buenos Aires. So he didn't go out into the, the you know, the, yeah. the Pamplas and fucking do the massive asador thing. But something about a whole animal staked out like right next to a fire on just a piece of metal. I'm like... This is what I want. Yeah. This is primal. This feels right. By the way, I think Malman is lucky that the Me Too movement hasn't come to Argentina. I have a feeling those girls ain't just chopping this wood in this little weird fucking it is kind of weird, Charles like, Manson compound out in Patagonia. In, in the, they, they do call him the Jeffrey Epstein of Argentina. <laughs> El Jefe Epstein. You know, his, his girlfriend is age appropriate, but it is kind of weird <laughs> in, the, uh, in the video thing where it's like, like he... She's like, well, we're not married. And she's like, he's never here. And she's like, she's fine with it. She's fine with it. And she's like, he's never here for his child. But, you know, uh, he's a warrior poet, uh, a globe striding uh, chef. You know, what can you do? Yeah. Yeah. Ma yeah, Malman, you know, you know, no. But let's just enjoy the scarves and the, <laughs> yeah, and and the cool hats hat. while we can. For yeah. sure. Perfect. I was very jealous of your trip. I will say, and, and we talked about this in the last episode, like, there is something. As much as I love cooking, I do think that like for me, being outside and cooking is like the most fun time I have physically cooking. Yeah. Like I like eating food, I like making food at home, but like being outside and cooking over a fire will always kind of be like the number one I'm cooking stuff experience for, did you guys, for myself. Did you use freshly cut wood or did you have wood? We were chopping wood, yes. We were we were really? splitting. And logs. it wasn't too wet? Like it wasn't No, I mean uh, we were on or my brother's wife's family has a ranch she comes from a colorado ranching family and they have this camp up in the mountains and you know it's stocked with logs and we would split the logs and oh, okay, cut it. a lot of wood and uh you I know logs that had been cut down previous yeah. we weren't we weren't chopping down trees i would have yeah if they were like here's a chainsaw carl go get some cherry <laughs> like i'm on it i was very i mean i because i heard the last podcast and you guys were talking about cooking over the fire pit and like i would love to cook over my fire pit but it also i've used those like Duraflame logs in no, there. No, absolutely can't not. Can't do it, right? You can't use anything with chemicals. That's why I'm like no, all about. No, I mean I wouldn't use the chemicals, but I I have used oh, it, so I feel the like residue. it's tainted. Yeah. No, you're fine. Really? Yeah. Well, you know what I've done? <laughs> that's actually pretty easy. You kind of just build a little thing with cinder blocks. Yeah. And then you have like a little grill station here. You got a station over here for the coals, and you shovel the coals under the grill. It's, you know, you get yeah. a dozen cinder blocks, you make a little thing. Yeah. So if you don't want to sully your or you don't want to use a, a chemical-stained fire pit that's in your yeah. backyard. You keep that for the, the post-dinner chill zone <laughs> yeah. when you're drinking your White Claws and your yeah. natural wine. My Bear Claws. And then you, you, know, you, you can make a little oven, which is what I've done with my limited space out, out there on the patio. Or I'll just have one, I have a Weber grill, and then I have another shitty grill that doesn't have a grate, okay. and I just have a fire going in there with logs. Oh, cool. And as that burns down, I take those coals and I shovel them into the Weber to keep refreshing. Yeah. So 
So that's awesome. Yeah, I, I do want to. Um, I don't know if you guys fucks with Persian kebabs. Ever? I'm fucks a with huge, all kinds of kebabs. Yeah. Stick on me. Huge fan of Persian kebabs. Persian kebabs. I think. Uh, I think the Persians have really mastered uh, how to kebab, and I haven't like. But the way do you, you need to do it over like open coals. Yes. Um, there's a there's a outdoor um, kind of grill thing called a maral. Yes. Which is just like a long trough that you okay. just fill up with yep. coals. Is it a grate? No, no grate. Oh, no, it's, it's kind of it's like complete, a hibot, it's like completely a, open. Like yeah. a yakitori grill. That's kind of just like In a essence, box. Kind of, yeah. kind of, it's basically the same thing. Yeah, it's a poor man's yakitori grill. Oh, fuck. When the Japanese get to Persian kebab, we're oh, done. Oh, boy. We're oh, done. God. It's over. <laughs> Best Persian kebab? Well, that must have been in Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um... But uh, yeah. Oh, speaking of which, by the way, last night I went to uh, Izakaya in uh, LA called Nambankan. Do you know this? Oh, oh, do we know, we know Nambankan? Oh, I know, took him. I think I favorite. took you for your Joel first introduced time. me to really? Nambankan. I introduced him to Nambankan. It's been there for a very long time. But did you buy the kitchen beer? Oh, I always do. Nah, we'll go. that's the right Good thing. Man. Good always. man. The right right answer. I'll always get them a beer. They will always be happy about it. That place. Fucking slay! Yeah, it's, it's amazing. really great. And I was with my cousin, and we ate and drank like kings, and it was a hundred and ten yes. bucks. Yes, it really is. The <laughs> it value. is dirt fucking cheap, and it's amazing. It's in terms insane. of old school, like skewer places, I feel like I, I haven't been to a better place than Nanbankan. And that's the thing. I was. I don't think that there was anything in Tokyo that was that much better than Nanbankan. Where I was like, it, it's great because it's it's literally just you get. You get, you get like, simple, you choose your meat, it and it's just be. like, it's salt and pepper on it, or they put like a, a glaze on it if you like. Yeah. Or if they feel like doing it. Yeah. And that's it. That is all they fucking do, <laughs> yeah. man. There is nothing that's else that they do. is so good, because it's like, it's the simplicity, and it's just like perfectly kissed over the coals, and it's just like so Did you have perfect. The, cl- the clams there? I didn't. Fucking amazing. Really? Hot, warm clams. Mm. Love it. Yeah, Give it to no, me. Who wouldn't know? But the corn the, is really good too. Like just anything. Everything is good. Everything there, is really man. good. Although I think that lately, okay, so little sausages. So I have a little good. theory. Sausages. I have a theory on and shots fired now, Monk. Okay. On. Wait, let me get my Teflon on. Yeah, Jesus. put it back on. Dan's put your, putting the magazine back on. The natural wine Teflon back on. <laughs> I think that the last like six times I've gone, they don't have chicken tail or chicken neck meat. On the menu. I mean, it's on the menu, but, but they, they don't order they, it, and they're like, oh, no, we don't have it. I think that there's a hierarchy of who's getting the fucking neck. And the they're neck. definitely not giving it to you because, because. Whoa. I looked I, ar- wait, should I put I, my <laughs> Teflon on? Because I, I, I looked around. Certain people save certain things for certain people that come mm. in. Wait, are these people who also make really good pizza? No. <laughs> sure, you know? Hey. But plus, that place is owned by this very old man and his wife. Oh, the best. And, they, and, and they're they, the nicest. And they're the nicest people on the planet. But even with, like, the person that introduced me there is Korean. Um, and even him in the beginning, like, like he's been going there for like 20 years or whatever even in the beginning they were very like cold and like they they wouldn't give him certain things or right. they wouldn't give him certain kind of you service you got to earn and he you had to earn the it neck meat. you had to earn it dude i so, like him though he and i get along well not you enough i had enough i bought the hat <laughs> i have the nambankan hat that's not enough that's not enough that's entry level shit i man. smack his wife on the ass every time i leave <laughs> i took her i took her on a date i don't understand what's oh wrong there you know that is you know you've made it when you get that neck meat and, and no questions asked yeah and, and, no, I def- you, you're, we're all working to that Dan. I, we're all working I, up to there I definitely have a Larry David moment whenever I ask for it and they're like oh no neck meat I'm like okay, okay. Oh, okay. I, I think there's some back there there's a, I can see it right and I just stare at her in the ass bum, 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 bum. <laughs> but you're just eating the regular yeah. meat looking at some guy eating neck meat in the corner oh, like man. Oh, fuck 
Uh, but their food is so good. Oh, but back to Japan. I forgot to mention this. This is a wacky, uh, insane thing. I ended up going to a... Wait, Japan's wacky and insane? Whoa. This was... Wow. Oh, strap on the vest. Whoa. There was a pop-up museum of fermentation. Sure. That sounds par for the course. Okay. Sure. <laughs> and it was all... Uh, fermented foods in Japan, Sounds like great. from the countryside, and this wacky, and you could smell them, and you can, and and it was you know showing you all this crazy stuff, and at the gift shop area at the end, you could buy the things that you smelled, and one of the things there's a like kind of out of nowhere Japanese tribe that like uh, they sperm they want to do everything sperm it's whale whale sperm, whale sperm. Uh, they want to do everything with the whale right. they're like. You know, no the entire to, whale yeah, goes to like, use. Yeah, exactly. They no are whale. the Native Americans. Yes, of right. Exactly. Japan. Whatever nose to tail is for a whale, what would it be? <laughs> right. uh, baleen to right. baleen to baleen. Thin. Really? <laughs> baleen? Nah. Baleen's not out in front yeah, of fucking. They make pasta out of the baleen. Blow hole to tail. Yeah, blow hole to tail. So much krill in there. So these fuckers will ferment the the whale jaw. The whale jaw is cartilaginous, so they ferment it wow. and they put it in cans. Wow. So it's like. And it's like whale jelly. Yeah. So it's like. A, Did you eat it? Well, so I bought these two cans of whale, of fermented whale. And jelly. you brought some for us, Dan. I, thank you. No, I mean it's more of a decoration. It's a, it's a cool. Wait, old, it's a real dude. conversation, it's dude. A, I got it. You ah. show up at Nanbankan wearing the hat, and you With, go, "I got you a present in Japan." You give him the whale jaw. Neck meat oh, for oh, life. Neck meat all day. Where the fucking neck, neck meat at? Neck meat all day. <laughs> People overlook the neck. Wait, we solved it. We solved it. Now you know how to get in a Nambankan. Oh man, Go it's a very it. fun. It's a very fun jar. Like the, <laughs> it's like the tin. It's got. It's like cartoon ingredient. Of like, One cartoon quarter of like whale jaw. People like you know like harpooning slaughtering a, whale. a thing. <laughs> I love it. I was very scared going through customs that I was going to get jacked. Are you going to eat it? Or are you going to keep no, it as a centerpiece? It's on. It's a centerpiece. Yeah. It's yeah. on his coffee table. Yeah, exactly. Right. Next to his coffee table Oh, that's table from book. my travels in yeah. Japan. What's that? It's oh, actually my, a tribe. Uh, my fermented whale jelly. It's cartilaginous. Did you know? It's of... cartilaginous. Anyway, we're late for our reservation at Namankan. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we're coming to the end here. It's been a goddamn pleasure. Why don't we plug your podcast? Please. Green Eggs you. and Dan. Yeah. Where can people find but, um, it? Um, you can find it anywhere you get podcasts. Anywhere podcasts okay. are sold. Anywhere. We have uh, Hassan Minaj is our first guest. Michelle is the second one. Heavy hitters. We've got uh, Paul Rust is going to be oh, coming shit. up. The Sklar Brothers. Oh, shit. Scott Ackerman and Kulap Valaisa. Damn. Uh, Who's who Lessinger. of uh, LA alternative comedy? Yeah, seriously. Um, Except for Eliza. It's very fun. It's been very fun. To, as you guys know, it's very fun to just be able to talk about our passion. Sure. Especially when we're surrounded by people, at least in the comedy business, right. who whale jaw jelly. Fuck. Right. Uh, exactly. I'm trying to talk about whale jaw jelly over here. These motherfuckers <laughs> yeah. keep talking about stand-up. Chris D'Elia thinks I'm a weirdo suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> it's cartilaginous, Chris. <laughs> Um, follow Stand Up Dan on Instagram. I don't yes. know if you're on Twitter too. Uh, yeah, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, on Instagram, we do um, we post all the pictures of the fridges that we talk about yep. uh, in the podcast. Also, you do great bits in your stories about cooking shit and yeah. eating at restaurants. It's you cover it all. We, we, great yeah. food content. Top you. food content. This means a lot coming top from you, Carl. Because food content. You, uh, you you are tops in the uh, I mean, comedy. You know, food we're content, out here so trying to live you. our lives. Uh, of course, you can follow me at Carl Hess on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Joel. At Joel David Miller. Always. You can follow the pod at Yap Pod. That's Y P P O D. And you can always email us, Yap42069 at gmail.com. That's Y P 42069. 
Um, goddamn go, pleasure. Let's go get go some, natural some natural wine. wine. I'm going to change your mind, bro. <laughs> you, you took I'm going to change my your mind. <laughs> you bring the whale jaw. I'll bring the skin contact Georgian and we'll fucking get down to business. Down, there down. you go. Uh, thanks for joining us. It was a real pleasure. Guys, thanks for listening. As always, go on iTunes, leave a rating, leave a review. I can't talk as my Invisalign are in, but my teeth are going to be so straight in four to six months, guys. You're not even going to know. They say four wow. to six months. It's going to be like seven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've months. had that for like two years please, now. <laughs> please, I'm drinking so much wine I can barely wear it. Uh, yeah, go on iTunes, leave a fucking review, leave a rating. It really helps. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back next week. Goodbye. Go eat something delicious.